Hey team, so today we're talking about parent complaints and meaning what you say. And with that being said, here we go. Welcome to Stumbling Through Work, where educators figure shit out. I'm your host, Jerrica, and I'm here to explore and share the complexities of our work and to let you know you are not alone. Before we start though, please follow this podcast and share episodes with others. You can find me on my website, www.jerichhuff.com, where you can find links to my social media and where I share information and tips for educators. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Family complaints can be one of the most frustrating and dampering parts of an administrator's responsibilities. Nobody wants to hear complaints, and especially if they're stupid complaints. But whenever I receive a complaint, I always in my mind divide them into two categories. And the first one is violations. And these are usually health code violations, state licensing violations, or a company policy. When I do receive these um, complaints from parents, I do let them know that I will investigate, but I can't always let them know what the findings are because it could be a violation of maybe a HIPAA, uh, FERPA, CAPTA, um, privacy law. It can be any of those, but I always thank them for bringing it to my attention. Because of the type of complaint that it is, I do take immediate action um, because it's usually involving the health and safety of a child. My investigation always begins with the person with the complaint. I try to get as many details as possible to let me know what direction I need to go in. But anytime there's a complaint, I always use the W5H. Who, what, when, where, why, how. I've come to realize that if I use those six, they always put me in the correct direction. I start off with the who. Who was involved? What happened? When did it happen? Where did it happen? Why did it happen? And how did it happen? If I can actually get clear answers on those six, majority of the work is already done. But then I always like to see where there are other witnesses. Did someone else see the alleged complaint? And then my favorite, maybe there's video of it, which I love because videos don't lie. Once I complete the investigation, There's always, does it need to be reported? Does it need to go to state licensing? Is it a situation where I may have to call a parent if it has something to do with a child or another child um, to let them know what I did find out or something happened to their child? There's a lot of follow-up that happens with this. And of course, having a conversation with whom the complaint was about. I don't believe in having secret meetings without letting the person know at some point that this is going on. Once I have all of the information and everything is reported, I actually do follow up with the person that made the complaint, but I give them as little information as possible. Usually it's something about or something around, hey, just want to let you know that I did follow up with your complaint. Unfortunately, I'm unable to give you details, but I do want you to know that everything that we were supposed to do, we have done. If you do have any more concerns or you've seen something else, please let me know. That's about what I usually give to people that complain about certain things. 
unfortunately in my tenure I've had to call police call child services um, different things of that nature because things have happened with staff and things that children or other people have told me that happens in other people's houses I actually once had a staff member tell on themselves about themselves at home with their children true story I had this teacher come in late one day and she said oh I'm sorry I'm late my kids were giving me a rough time in the car and to me you know being late is late so I don't really care about your excuses but she had a video and I will say her kids at the time were probably eight and ten and these kids were wilding in the car I mean she had a van and they were kicking the seats they were screaming and I was thinking wow you videoed this and and you wanted to show this to me so she's like yeah this is how it is in the car and they carry on and stuff and I'm just listening and then she goes yeah they need another spanking cuz when when we get home my boyfriend he'll pick them up by their ankles and spank them and she's just going on and on I'm like damn what the heck so she tells me all this stuff it just sounds strange to me it sounds a little abusive honestly so after she leaves I sounds like abuse to me so I make a call and um, report what I heard I'll say about two days later the teacher comes in pissed and she goes oh my god I can't believe child services showed up at my home they said they got a report of me beating these children and I was like wow really and in my mind I'm thinking it was totally me that called you and she goes yeah and they took them to the back and was talking to them by themselves and they talked to me and they talked to my boyfriend and long story short they ended up letting them know that their practices were not the best and I don't know all that happened something about the boyfriend and the boyfriend ended up having to leave it was a whole lot of drama but the shit didn't sound right to me and I'm glad that I did call you never know when you're gonna hear these stories and I say it's always better to call than not to call because you never know what could be happening now that's for serious violations now you have what I like to call the annoyances and these are the complaints that are pretty much a waste of my time these are things that are usually tuition based um, a, a parent's preference for something something about a lost item communication because this family member missed something that went out and didn't hear it or they didn't like somebody's attitude frankly these are the things that I just don't want to deal with most of these complaints are things that are easy and fixable on the spot example I can't find my child's blanket every time that we come in or I can't find my child's shoes or sippy cup those are things that can just be tightened up within your school simple things of you know what when I came in the teacher didn't speak to me and I felt like she was being rude to me simple conversation with the teacher hey make sure you speak in the families when they come in hey I don't understand why my tuition is still due even though I wasn't here last week it's a policy thing go over the policy with them remind them all of these stupid things are things that can be fixed immediately I actually had a parent who was pissed at me because her tuition was due when she was gone for a week. Well, we're still holding your spot, so you got to pay. I mean, I didn't say it like that. 
and um, I explained to her, you know, our policy, this is why it is, this is what it does. And then she just found things to complain about. Oh, and while I'm at it, I don't like your carpet in your infant room. I didn't really know what to say to that. I was like, sorry. Um, but she had an issue because she didn't like the type of carpet and she didn't like the flooring. Cool. So she left. I'm never coming back. Whatever. And I'll say about two days later, state licensing showed up with a complaint. And they said, we have a complaint about the infant room. And I already knew what it was. So I kind of explained. I said, she's really mad about tuition, but she's just throwing that in there. So, of course, state licensing has to come and investigate. So they go to the infant room. They look around. They look on the floor. They're like, what's wrong with your floor? She just didn't like it. And at that moment, I realized their job sucks. Because I asked, you actually had to come out and investigate this? And they say, yep, we have to investigate everything no matter how foolish it is. Your job is horrible because that was a complete waste of your time. You sat with me for 20 to 30 minutes and then you had to drive here and then you had to get to your next place. So in all, you wasted an hour out of your day. But it was nice for you to come by and say hi and see how awesome we're doing, so... At the end of the day, it's our job. We work with people, no matter how crazy they can get. I always tell myself there's something that I can learn from this for later, whether it's teaching me how to deal with the situation or teaching me what not to do in a situation. Either way, I can always learn something. And with that, we'll be right back. I love sharing information with educators and program administrators. I have had so many successes, but also so many failures in my education tenure. I want leaders to know what not to do, but better than that, what to do. So I decided to write a helpful guide, best practices for center program and activity directors. It's short and to the point. It's a compass to guide education leaders. These best practices will give you a foundation to lead your school, program, or organization. You can find best practices for center, program, and activity directors by Jer Cuff on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. One of the oldest expressions is, say what you mean and mean what you say. I feel like that phrase is used to death but I am a person that still uses it because I do believe in it. You have to mean exactly what you say and you have to say specifically what you mean. Always think before you speak. You have to be specific and focus on communicating your thoughts one at a time. Choose the right words and speak clearly. When speaking with families, they are looking at you because you are the one that knows what you're talking about. If something comes up and you don't know what you're talking about or you don't know the answer, it's fine to not know the answer. If you don't know, a good response is, I'm going to have to do a little bit of research and I'm going to get back to you. There is nothing wrong with not knowing the answer. Your, your families or your customers, whatever you want to call them, are usually okay if you don't have the answer immediately, as long as you can find the answer. It is never okay to make up an answer. 
because you're not saying what you mean and you don't mean what you say. And people can read and see through that shit. They know you're not genuine. Make sure your tone fits the message that you're saying. Always think about how you want to say what you want to say, if that makes any sense. Because when you're talking to someone and you use the wrong tone, your message can be misinterpreted. And I think we all know that. I think we've all heard people say, it's not what you said, it's how you say it. When you're dealing with families, especially when they're emotional, when they're upset, when you're dealing with one of these stupid complaints that they may have, even though you feel like it's a waste of your time, you have to be sure that your tone doesn't say that. You you have to learn to, yes, I totally understand where you're coming from. Even when you really don't because you feel like what they're saying is just bull. Check your tone. If someone is upset, you know, you want to make sure you're using a helpful tone. If someone is confused, if someone doesn't understand something, you always want to use a tone that shows that you're interested in what they're saying, that you're actually thinking about it. And then also pay attention to your nonverbal cues. If they're like anger, if, if there's anger in there, confusion, even excitement. Make sure your tone fits your family's emotions at that moment. When talking with families, draw a line between being professional and being personal. Even though you're trying to be friendly, your families are still customers at the end of the day. Remember, everything that you say, they're listening. So even if it's a personal matter, in their minds, they're still hearing what you're saying and you're saying what you mean. I once had a family complaint come in. It was uh, specifically, it was a mom asking me or telling me about a situation that she wasn't comfortable with. My follow-up question was, did you speak with your director? And her response was, no. I don't believe that she can handle the, the situation. Thought that was kind of an odd reply. So I listened to it and I said, okay, I get back to you. It was one of those complaints that it really wasn't really that important. So I spoke to that director. I called the director, spoke with her, and she was confused. She's like, that's one of my favorite families. She's like, you know, we talk all the time, every morning. I don't understand why she didn't tell me about it. We talk about our kids. We talk about all of these things. And then I said to her, well, that's the issue why she's not coming to you. You've relinquished too much of your personal life to her. And as you've done that, she doesn't see you as a professional anymore. Anymore, She now sees you as not a friend, but somebody that works there that complains about life. And if they hear that, if they hear or she hears that you can't handle things going on in your life, why would she come to you with a problem? The director understood what I was saying and she was a little upset because she thought she had this great rapport with this family, which she did, but she let too much of her personal life get involved. And so from the parents aspect, they were looking at her as you say what you meant and you meant what you say. You don't have control in your life and they remember that. To sum it up, don't talk about what you don't know. If you don't know something, it's fine to not know it. Admit that you don't know it and follow up with it later. When you know something, you know it. Don't be moved. You stand on it ten toes down. 
always be cognizant of your tone. You always want to be supportive and you never want to come off antagonistic. And keep it professional. Don't share what makes you seem contradictory to what you say. And you can do this through your personal life. I mention all of this to say, say what you mean and mean what you say. Thank you all for listening this week. I want you guys to deal with all of your parent complaints this week. And I want you to mean what you say and say what you mean. Until next time. That's it for today. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating, review, and subscribe to the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website, which is in the show notes, to contact me. And I hope you have a great rest of your week and speak to you all soon.